Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm like 20. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't know he was recording. Now I'm in trouble. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And Fred. Oh! Hey. Uh, we're missing Chris today. He uh, said he had to, like, run back to work and um, take care of some business. So. Oh, that's so, nuts. Yeah. Totally nuts. You get it? All right, you got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is episode number 74. Fun flies and help, help, help. Or Fred found the mute button. <laughs> and Fred found the mute button, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. So how's everyone's week been? Great. Mine was yeah. fantastic. Fantastic, huh? All right, fantastic. Mine, awesome. mine was even better than fantastic. All right, mine was super fantastic. All right, enough of that. Mine was epic. Epic. Ooh, Steve wins. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's have Fred go first. Uh, he could talk about his um, week. I yeah, I, I I finally got some flying in. You guys will be happy to hear. It wasn't Sweet. with a helicopter. Um, I had my flight test two ten that mm-hmm. uh, had a naze in, and I got rid of the naze, and I switched over to one of the uh, Gropner GR eighteens. And it's flying. I, I love that frame. I don't know why it flies better. I've had several different frames. I've had the Versacopter. I've had Emacs. I've had, you know, uh, uh-huh. well, others. I've had several frames over the years. And for some reason, this 210 just seems to feel better than any of the rest of them. Nice. Now, that's the 210. That's the smaller FT quad they came out with, like, last year, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind and, uh, one. and speaking of smaller FT quads, I got my Gremlin. Oh. Nice. So I'm hoping to work on that Thursday when I get some time off. Thursday, huh? Hmm. Kevin and I also got the Gremlins in, so that's gonna be awesome. Hopefully, we get to work on it this week. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I saw the video. Hmm. Yeah. So we got both frames. We got the uh, the TJ Williams um, standard X type of frame, the X quad frame, and then we had uh, Bixler's frame, which is that weird, unique, like half stacked frame. It's it's weird. Now, are they planning on doing that as an over and under with the motors, or the mo- the motors on top on both of those? I don't know. I, I haven't seen a build video or anything for it. I was guessing that the motors would be up top, but looking at the props, I think I can mount them upside down. So have the motors upside down and mount the props on the right side up onto them, so that the the back motors are kind of mounted underneath it. So I, that's the way um, I think we're gonna try. And mm. see, I mean, I think which which frame did you want, Fred, uh, Kevin? Uh, I don't care. Did you one. did you have a a particular one that you want to work on? If you want to work on Josh's, like the way you're talking about, maybe you can do that. I don't I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. Okay, yeah. So I'll try it. We'll see what happens. If not, then I'll put the motors on top, and it'll be a staggered motor mount setup, which will probably be quite weird. <laughs> Um, not sure how that's going to fly. Well, I had the Amdroix one that was like that. I mean, I could also rotate mm-hmm. the motors forward. But, right. Um, but I didn't see anything different when I flew it. But did I, you I acro fly it though? Because I, that's, that's where I want to go with. No, like I, I want to be able to flip it and see if it flips on axis or if it flips all weird because the motors are, you know, flat. they're not, 
on the same plane, right? So yeah. No, I took it through the race course a few times, and then I smashed it really hard into like an upright two by four. And I gotta tell you, I didn't break anything on it. I was shocked. I think I broke, maybe I broke a prop or something, uh, but I didn't mm. break anything structurally, which was amazing because it was like yeah. with a hammer. It was nice. bad. Yeah. You know, just to finish up on the gremlin stuff, uh, I've had a few people asking about the Alex design. Uh, you know, if they're gonna release that, and yes, they are. I guess it's gonna be coming out in carbon fiber. Oh, oh, nice. Cool. I, I was wondering why that, uh, I mean, I guess they were talking about it that, you know, they weren't breaking frames, even made out of the, the plastic that they were using. Right. So, so I'm, I'm wondering why carbon fiber is it just for weight. With that one, I think um, they wanted just a little bit of extra strength on it because the way uh, Alex designed the arms were somewhat thinner than than was really good with the Delrin. Uh-huh. Um it probably it was holding up probably well enough for what they were doing, but they want to make sure it was strong enough for production. Right, right. Besides that, anyone else do anything for the week? Yeah, uh, I ordered parts for my three eighty, few different yes. parts, and yes. uh, got those in. I still got to work on that though. We got an email from Javier. We'll probably talk about it a little later. Mm-hmm. Going over his thoughts on what was happening with me. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I was three D printing some more of those. Um, I don't want to say knockoff, but antenna holders. <laughs> no, they're, they're your version of the uh, 90 degree antenna holders. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of those with me at the Fun Fly, and uh, guys were checking them out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Did I do anything? Nope. That's about it. <laughs> did you get any work done in the shed? I did. Yeah. Tons of work. Fact, yeah, yeah, tons of work. Uh, that whole left side was pretty much stripped down now, all sheeted with three-quarter ply, or not three-quarter, uh, three-eighths ply. And then um, now, is the, that the door, the windows, everything are put in now. The Tyvek is all done on that side. It's all exterior right now, just rebuilding okay. the exterior. Um, Kevin actually came by today and helped me finish up that second window and the Tyvek wrap, the house wrap. So... Really, all I have to do now is um, is put the siding back on, cut it up, and you know put the J channels and put all the siding back on. And then once that's done, I can actually start working on the inside, on that side of the wall, because that side of the wall is all complete now. Um, got a couple more outlets I want to, you know, wire up, get that going. Put some more, you know, power outlets just so I have enough throughout that side of the the garage. And then it's going to be time for uh, a Home Depot run and get, I don't know, I'm just going to buy a whole bunch, like maybe 20 1x3s, uh, 1x3 by either 8 or 10, whatever I can mm-hmm. get fit. And then um, a whole bunch of, like, not a whole bunch, maybe like three or four sheets of decent plywood and maybe one or two sheets of, uh, you know, decent, like, half-inch MDF just so I could use as a, a top for the uh, for the table, so... Um, as far as what kind of tables I'm going to build, I'm going to wing one of them and see how it works. <laughs> They're probably going to be more stationary on that side. I don't think I'm going to need to have them, you know, move out or move in or anything. So I'm not going to put them on casters. I'm going to measure one out and just kind of bolt it together and see what happens. So basically, Fred, what he said was he's going to build a wall and it's going to be okay. a beautiful wall. Well, I already built the wall or built and it's going to have a wall. big, beautiful door in it. It does. It has a door <laughs> and two windows. I love it. And Mexico's going to pay for it. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Boy. Now, Steve, you said that you're going to 
build the bench out of one by threes? Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm gonna take a bunch of one. I was gonna do it out of two by fours originally, but I think um Yeah, it might I would be overkill. Suggest, no, I would suggest two by fours and just do you know, you don't have to do sixteen on center, but if you do twenty four on center, I don't know. I built my bench in the back there and like I could park my motorcycle on top of it. It's heavy duty. Yeah, but he's not he's you not building motorcycles on, he's just putting his helicopters on. Uh, yeah, you never know. Helicopters and planes. I Those damn helicopters like keep up. getting bigger. There is yeah, that. Fourteen pound is my max on my uh, my okay. biggest one. So I don't and know. Be, I, I think it'll be fine. He's, he's going to be sitting his uh, son up there with it, so uh, you know yeah. that's doubling the weight. <laughs> and like I said, this this I'm going to try one. I'm yeah, there you go. One and see how it works. See how that's what I was going to say. The yeah. design's going to look. You know how much like underneath space I'm going to build if I'm going to put like shelves underneath so that I could put boxes or crates or something on you know figure out storage solution and stuff like that so I'm going to build one that's probably going to be like um probably three feet out and four feet wide you know start off with and see how that works and then build upon that so we'll see so let's uh let's move right into our main topic here so let's have Fred go on his fun fly he went to uh Hodges, right? So yeah, let's hear yeah. about that, and then we'll we'll get into Kevin and uh and my uh what is that the spring fling stuff the hell the spring fling going to that so Fred go all right so uh yeah I, I I'm a bit of a glutton for punishment and wanted to get on the motorcycle again so on uh, Thursday morning I waited for the uh, big rainstorm that we had come through here pulling the cold front with it uh, to clear out and. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a late start, rode the motorcycle up to uh, Hodges Hobbies up in Americus, Georgia. About a three and a half hour ride and uh, chasing the rain the whole way. I didn't get wet on the way up there, but I was like right behind it. And uh, so finally get up the, the flying field there. And I was so excited because as I'm pulling down the road, anybody that's been to Hodges, they, they've, this is the best part of it. You're, you're, you're pulling up uh, towards the field and you see the airplanes flying up ahead of you. Uh, it's, it's just awesome. Nice. And so it was, it was like coming home again. So I love, I love getting up there. And so pull up into the, the property and I get out and I talk to the guys and they were pretty cool. They're, they're rather welcoming. Um, it's a group from uh, skillsoaring.com and they put on these big, uh, arrow toes and they're not using radian size gliders. These things are, you know, 15, 20 foot wingspans on. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, they're all scale detailed. I mean, in fact, one of the guys had a transport system for his glider. That was a scaled version of a full-size glider trailer, and uh, <laughs> oh, it was awesome. So I, I'm really bad with names. I didn't do a good job of, of writing them down, uh, but I did speak to a couple of guys. There was a guy named Michael, and uh, he does these really impressive scale builds. But what he does, he's got this old uh, book of 19, I don't know, 1920s to the 40s or something like that era um, gliders. I mean, you know, official real scale gliders, and he just uses the three views and the the profiles and builds beautiful versions of them, um, just out of wood and, and covering. Oh, wow. uh, so I got nice. got to talk to him a little bit and got some uh, information from him. Uh, I did try doing some of the uh, Facebook Live while I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, we saw. And uh, wasn't real happy about the way it turned out when I got to listen to it myself because it was blowing. Man, it was yeah, wind, wind noise. I, it was rapid. Now, fortunately, these guys, their stuff is big enough that you know it cuts through it. But I didn't realize how windy it was until I was listening to my my videos. And then I spoke to Jim Dolly. He's uh, one of the tow pilots 
And so that was one of the longer uh, videos that we did. Um, and he's cool because I got to talk to him afterwards. And he's the owner of a flying field up in Maryland. And they've been doing flying events there. I believe he said that this is the 50th year that they've done it every year. Uh, wow. The first several years they did it, they only got to go up there one day a year for that event. It was a farm field. It was a working farm field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a kind of like slope soaring light. It's not, you know, the real steep um, bank off the, the mountain. But it's just a nice gentle slope. Uh, yeah. But they have a, a flying field club there now. They bought it in, I think, 91, he said. It was great. Uh, got to, like I said, got to kind of experience something that I've never done before is the, the, the tow, the, uh, tow gliding. Um, and the probably the more, most impressive thing for me was the planes they were using to tow the aircraft up. You know, big gas powered, uh, um, planes that are specifically built for, uh, towing the model planes up. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, there's some videos and pictures of that on there. Uh, Nice. I found it yeah. interesting. The one that had the split tail, so that way it could have the cable kind of go right through the middle there. Yeah, and I think he said, uh, I think there was a, originally it was a design in France they made, and they, you know, they built the one plane with the idea of having it for the tow club over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the design was so popular, they've actually done some kidding of it. And they have three or four different sizes. Um, they had a couple of scale tow planes, like a Pilatus, uh, uh, Pilatus Porter. Uh, and, uh, couple other stuff uh, you know i don't think they had the cub there but apparently there's some guys that have like scale cubs that they use for towing and, and things like that part of the uh the fun of the trip was i i wanted to make use of my hammock mm-hmm. and uh yeah I saw so that, man yeah so max you know max cool he's like man fred you can you know stay up in the uh, spare room and get a bit i'm like nah i want to sleep outside you know this this probably not one of my better judgments but it, it definitely led to some adventure uh so Went out, got dinner. Everyone else is a bit in bed. I set up my hammock and uh, laying down. My wife had warned me a storm front was coming because she was watching the weather where I was. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, ah, fine. I'm fine. I've been, in, I've been in pretty rough weather with the hammock and the tarp. Well, just as I'm starting to doze off, the wind fit front hits, and it just it's just blowing the heck out of that tarp, and the first stake lets go. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I'm already starting to get out of the sleeping bag, unzipping the bug net and, mm-hmm. and, you know, getting up to try to put the stake back in when the second one goes flying by and the tarp blows over the top of the hammock. I'm hit with this cold and I mean cold. It was, you know, well, northern folks are probably laughing about the idea of cold. But it, was, it was 50s or so, uh, but 50 degree rain is pretty shocking. Uh, so I'm grabbing my sleeping bag and my boots and I'm running for the, for the pole barn that Mac has on the property. Uh, uh. but. The rain front didn't last long, and uh, the funny thing is, it was w- so windy that uh, it actually dried out the hammock in about an hour. Oh wow! So Damn. I was able to reset the tarp and spent the rest of the night in my hammock, and, and I was fine. <laughs> but uh, nice. So yeah, got up the next day. It, it we had this beautiful blue sky for about thirty minutes, and then it clouded up again. Uh, I watched the guys do a few more flights. Uh, I had a couple of rainstorms come through, and I just decided I had to. I had to bite the bullet and get on the motorcycle and uh, made my way through some of the, the bad weather and, you know, took the three-and-a-half-hour drive home. And uh, I've decided that any more of these trips I take, I'm going to leave the motorcycle at home. Yeah. At least I to mean, Hodges. I mean, if I'm going on a motorcycle yeah. trip for the trip, that's different. But, you know, I didn't bring anything to fly. I was kind of going up there and, you know, I didn't get to, to really get the full experience. So Yeah, you didn't get to participate, right? 
it's funny, Fred, because you were posting the videos, and uh, you know Jeff, who started out on the podcast with us <laughs> yeah. for the first yeah. couple episodes, he's still uh, on Facebook and friends. He's always you know commenting. He's you know always on Facebook watching what's going on with the podcast and all that. And uh, he starts to send me messages. Are you at Hodges Field? Or did you guys go down to Hodges Field in in Georgia? And I'm like, no. He goes, well, who the hell is posting videos on your page? <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea it was it was you, man. And I said, that's Fred. Well, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping folks like it. You know, it's a, it's not helicopters. I know uh, a little bit different. Oh no, no, it's good. Uh, <laughs> oh, I but uh, I, I'm hoping to try to you know, I want to try to hit at least one event a month to do a little bit of. Um, you know, reporting from. Yeah. yeah no, I thought that awesome. was really cool, man. Yeah. When I belonged to the field up in Goshen, New York, there was a guy that came up there one day, and he had, you know what an ugly stick is, right? Well, he had an ugly stick that I swear was, I have pictures of it. I swear it was like 16-foot wingspan on an ugly stick. And he had a um, a five-piston radial engine on this thing, and wow, he was awesome. using that. <laughs> he was using that to tow a scratch-built glider that he made that I swear was the same thing. It was like... 16 18 foot wingspan and i got to talking to him and he told me that a lot of glider technology came out of germany during the 20s and 30s because they had put a stop to all oh, yeah. like gas powered everything you know and uh engines and and all there was a lot like a big clamp down on stuff so they had to figure out other ways of you know uh so that's where he said a lot of glider technology came out of that wow yeah after world war one they put such a clamp down on germany because you know they didn't want Germany starting any more wars. Yeah. Um, that they had a, I mean, they just went to an amazing uh, glider program. And then the the um, the other thing was they were allowed to have a commercial aviation, but they just couldn't do anything military aviation. So they were designing a lot of commercial aviation with the idea of easily transferring it over to military applications. So uh, cool. And uh, well, yeah, that's it. That's my uh, my trip there and back. Nice, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I saw a couple of those videos. You going through the barn there, or the the one. Yeah, where they, that was where they were really housing cool. The, the planes mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Matt Hodges, that guy is amazing. You want to talk about hospitality? The guy is just the nicest guy in the world. Um, and it's funny because I was giving him a hard time because I, I told him I think he's got more full scale airplanes now than what he used to have for flyable, rated controlled airplanes when he was big into that. Uh, he's nice. he's gone full into his. He's got, um, I mean, a little bit of everything, everything from, you know, sport, pilot, ultralights, and, and on up to some, you know, pretty impressive planes, some nice old um, two-seat biplanes and just parasol wings type stuff. It's just awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, so Kevin and I went to Spring Fling. And yeah. where is it? It wasn't Fredericksburg. I mean, they advertised as Fredericksburg, but Virginia, but it wasn't, right? Wasn't it like spotting something or some other town it was on like mud dump road was off of uh <laughs> yeah something like that. Something. Uh-huh. I forget and, was. and was it like some sort of a foamy you know park flyer type event or no no, no. this is a straight up helicopter event and and when i mean like helicopter event wow i no. well it was south of fredericksburg yeah it was it was just south of fredericksburg spottingville or something like that oh yeah that's right yeah yeah Yep, spot something, spotting yeah. something. Yeah. Um. Any case, I mean, spring fling. This is this is like the one I would say one of the real nice helicopter events to go to a year. Um. The main thing I noticed. Uh. So I guess let's just kind of go from you know what was it, about a five hour drive for us. 
Yeah. Um, we left Saturday early morning, four o'clock. You met up at my house. Yep. And then while well, we drove and, and down, no service calls. No service calls. Yeah. No service good. calls. No. Um, you know, we got there probably around nine fifteen ish. Um, and as we pull in, we get who's the first person we see. Death yeah. pilot. Yeah. Bill, of course. Bill. So death pilot. Lock yes. in the road. Yeah. Lock in the road, giving us crap like you know. <laughs> That was um, funny because somebody posted on a video, typical New Jersey greeting or something or yeah. awesome greeting. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the Robbie Campbell Memorial RC Airfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Filled with hand gestures and everything. It was uh, amusing. Filled with hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> and he also got us Wawa coffee. So that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, let's see. So we, we pull in, you know, it's kind of. I would say like misty or like light drizzle out. Yeah. So we're kind of like, oh, damn, you know? Um, yeah, because you want to get out of the car and talk to everybody. And then, yeah. You know, I don't want to stand in the rain. Yeah. And you want to get set up and it's kind of muddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. It was cool. It's awesome. Uh, you know, so we, we kind of pull in and, and, and Rob and Devin and Mike um, and Bill, they're all kind of camped right there on the left there. So we kind of stopped there for a little bit. And then we kind of, what what did we do? We, we went to go look for Chris, right? Yeah, we went to go look for Chris, so we walked down, and the first guy I run into is oh, yeah, RC yeah, Holly Hooligans mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. yeah, so we got to meet Walt in person uh, right first there. First off, yeah, yep. his buddy Bobby. Bobby, yep. Yeah, that was awesome. And then and then we, oh, no, we registered first, I think. And yeah, then we, we registered and yeah. found so Chris. So we registered, um, found Chris. We, we then started setting up our, our little... Um, you know, the pop up and our tables and everything. And, and the rain was kind of off and on, you know, during the day. It was, yeah. it wasn't ideal, but I think we made the best of it. And I think it was, we still got a hell lot of, a lot of flying in. Yeah. Um, and a lot of fun. We were joking around laughing, having a good time with everybody, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we set up right next to Chris and then Walt ended up moving his setup next to us. So that way we got kind of everyone like the RC heli hangout. Then the free fall and then uh, RC Heli Hooligans uh, pop up. So we kind of, you know, gave ourselves, it kind of reminded me of uh, Rybert's event when we did like the Tent City, you know, just had everyone kind of bundle up together. Yeah. So that was real awesome. Uh, as far as uh, the event, I can't, I can't describe a more laid back event with so many professional heli pilots. Yeah. I mean, right off the list, you know, BK, right? Bert camera and Bert, Susie. Yep. Bert and Susie camera were there. Um, you know, so they're representing obviously BK servos, switch plates. Uh, and then right next to them was uh, Matt and Amy Bodos. So Synergy Helicopters was right there. We had Enterprise Hobbies, which I believe is uh, all Enterprise Hobbies is a line basically. So yep. we had line helicopters there. Miniature aircraft was there. XL, they were there. Uh, you know, Showing off their gasser helis. What else was there? There was a whole bunch. Um, Mikado was there. How could you forget those guys? Yeah, yeah. Mikado, right? Actually, we met Mr. Mikado, or at least we'll call him Mr. Mikado, or the, the owner of Mikado USA and also VTX Blades. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, super nice guy. And I mean, this guy's a young guy. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy to know that, like, you know, he's uh, Brian Barrow. Um, and that he owns Mikado USA and VTX Blaze, which is, I mean, you know, those are well-known uh, two things in our industry right now, right? In the uh, RC heli industry. So 
cool. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, if we sound tired, it's because we still are. I'm still beat, at least from <laughs> from that weekend. Yeah, I, I recouped a lot on Monday. I slept pretty much most of Monday. Yeah, good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I went to work. How was that? Sucked. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I slept like a baby Monday night. Though, let me tell you that. Sure. Yeah. All right, so let's kind of go over the things. Um, uh, Kyle Stacy was there. Uh, a whole bunch of Synergy pilots. Drew, Rob Monte, great host. He, you know, he's just just a whole bunch of great people there, which is awesome. Well, who were the two two SAB pilots that were there? Was Christy Monte and I don't know the other guy, Kyle Stacy. No, no, Kyle Stacy <laughs> is not. No, it was, oh, Justin Cook. Yeah, Justin, Justin and John Cook. Cook were there. They were actually st- they were actually right next to us. Yeah. And Kyle Stacy was there. Who else was there? Oh, was... He said Kyle Stacy three times, Fred. No, that was twice. Ding. No, you said it three times. Did I? Yeah. Maybe you need some more sleep, dude. Maybe I do. <laughs> I swear it was only twice. But anyway, <laughs> let's see. I'm not taking sides on this one. Uh, he'll hear it on yeah. the playback. Yeah. <laughs> um, that or I'll eat my words. Who else was there? There were so many. Oh, man, I, I, you know, I really need to start writing yeah, these things down. You do. All right, so let me talk about the people I met. Yeah. I met, first off, I met, like I said, I met uh, Walt and Bobby from uh, from South Carolina and their whole crew. There was Tyson. He had his dog, Bella, I think his dog's name was, and uh, their buddy yeah, Mark. Tyson. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was that was cool that they moved over and hung out with us for, like, the rest of the event. Uh, yep. Walt is a great guy, man. It was great talking to him, hanging out. And his buddy Bobby was from Australia. And, dude, he was pisser, man. We were going back and forth having some laughs. And I also met Patrick from Cincinnati, who was working in New York, came down to the event and, uh, you know, was was really cool. Was like, love what you guys are doing. You know, keep it up, man. It was great. We we hung out almost like all weekend. You know, it was, it was cool because we kind of like had a group of guys. We were just all like hanging out. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. We ran into Kyle Schneider, who was uh, mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania. We know him from Facebook. Yep. We hung out at the same dinner table and uh, yeah. and then we hung Which out was a, watching the night. The pilot dinner was really good. It was, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it was it was a forty dollar fee to, to get in uh for the week. Mm-hmm. And you for the weekend, yeah. You got uh chicken dinner Saturday night, which was really good. And and you got some and you had your name in a, a drawing for that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like there a was pilot's a drawing. drawing. Pilot's drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, running into running into those guys. I actually went up to at one point to the where they were selling food, and I ran into a guy named Bruce, who immediately called me Old Man Metal, and I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> He's like, "Hey, Old Man Metal." I was like, <laughs> "I started cracking up, man." Uh, but he was a cool guy. I hung out talking to him for a few. But yeah, it was it was really nice to to hang out. We hung out talking to Burt Camera for a little bit. And Matt and Amy yep. Bodos, geez, we were talking to them for like a half an hour, I think. Yeah, yeah, easily. And they're good people, man. It was it was it was cool to to hang out with them and uh, find out some of the insight behind the podcast. Like when we when we had them on the show, Amy was telling me, you know, she oh. was she was kind of like hanging out, but in kind of in the background. And then when I asked her a question at one point, she came like came back over to the to the microphone, and it was funny. She was like, I had a couple more things I wanted to say, you know, but uh, I said, well, come back on the show, and, you know, talk again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, they have a standing invite. I told Matt. Um, I know he got some new products coming out soon. Oh right, and, yeah. And you know, hey, 
when you when you get them out, like come on the show, talk about them, you know, um, inform us, inform our youth, our listeners, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Fred, we had a good time. Uh, had the dinner, had the drawing, and then they did night flying, and the, oh, night, man, flying the night flying was Oof. ridiculous. And it was funny because at one point Walt looked at me and he said, he said the same thing I said the first time I went to the heli event up there at Chris's. You know, he said. You know, watching it on YouTube is one thing, but being here in person is something completely different. Totally different. And, yep. and it's, well, it's so true. I'm, I'm glad you got to this point because I wanted to ask you, what was that demolition demo that was going on? Uh, a couple of guys were having this, like, fly off, and they were tearing up the helicopters. Oh, that was, I think, Matt Bodos and Burt Kammer. Kammer? Yeah. What you mean? They were just tandem flying. One guy was flying a nitro, and the other guy was flying an electric. And yeah. they weren't really trying to damage each other's helicopter. <laughs> they were just, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just messing around. Yeah, it was that well, was insane. Up, I remember one of the guys came down hard, and and uh, and I think it was Bert that just kept on flying and beat the the helicopter to the ground, and then they all thought it was done. And nope, he took back off again. Oh no, no, that was that was Matt. Um, yeah. Bert was flying the Black Thunder, which uh, it's electric, so he had like four minutes, but the Nitro had like ten minutes of flight time, so. That he kept on kind of going back up, autoing, doing a bunch of stuff right over little, the other guy's heli and stuff. Yeah, a little taunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, to the point it was funny because what you don't see in the video is that Matt's flying and, you know, um, he's doing all this stuff and he's doing like these like crazy autos, you know, where he's just chucks the engine off or, you know, idles the engine, comes in real hard, just like an auto like loop. Yeah, like he's shutting the engine off at the bottom of the loop and then looping up and around with no, the No, no, he was. He was, no, that engine was off like 200 feet in the air. There was one of the four or five that he did. Yeah, yeah. And there's and, and the funny thing is you see like Bert and Susie, they kind of like, whoa, 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 walk back, walk away from the flight line <laughs> because he's doing all this crazy stuff. And he kind of goes back and back and forth. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was great. The night flying was, I mean, it was amazing. It was a little bit chilly. So it was kind of cool that they had a, a bonfire yeah. going on and stuff. Um, and... Shoot, that's the stuff that these guys were doing are insane. Even even with like these big construction lights, you know, when they're doing like these big hurricanes, the helicopter kind of disappears a little bit. Yeah. You definitely see it more in person than you do on those any type of videos that you see. Um, well, just doesn't translate right. But that that was the funny thing that happened at the glider event because these uh you know big giant white gliders and the low low cloud cover. Oh uh, yeah, there was oh, a time or two that the guys are calling out idea. I can't see it, so. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, we'll go into something like that, too. Um, I'll tell you who really deserves a freaking boatload of props is that guy that was holding the light, the spotlight, man. Yeah. Whoever had that spotlight was doing a hell of a he job. He was on point. <laughs> he was on point is right, man. Yeah. He was, he was fixed totally. to that helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to give it up for Chris, right? Our very own Chris Nutt. He, yeah. you know, when, when Night Flying kind of started, like, he was pretty much the first one. But yeah. Okay, let's go. He dropped his... You know, Goblin uh, 700 Gasser. Yeah, he and then, you know, he that. started flying it. Yeah, he was all lit up. Um, you know, Matt on the this, <laughs> on the mic kind of egging him on to do some autos and stuff. And Chris never really autoed before. And he was doing autos, you know. He was pushing himself. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he was impressive, man. His flying was really good, man. Yeah, his flying was very, very good. I you know, I he he makes it sound like, oh, you know, I just fly fast and do circuits and stuff. But, you know, he does a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. He knows how to fly. 
it was a lot of good pilots, man. I mean, obviously the pros like Jamie Robinson, he was killing it. Ben Storick, he was all these guys were just. Really, I mean, Kyle. God damn, I don't know how he flies Kyle solo. Who? Kyle Stacy. Uh, Kyle Snyder. <laughs> Kyle Snyder. <laughs> uh, no, Kyle Stacy. He uh, he does these crazy hurricanes, super fast, full collective, like on the deck, and they're like perfectly, like. They're in like that perfect plane. Like they, they don't go up or down or anything. Yeah. And it goes super quick. And the night, I just, it's like, wow. I don't know. I would have drove in the heli like 10 times over. Well, there by, were by a few the first guys. Turn. There were a few guys yeah. that drove them in. Yeah. We should, we, we'll, we'll, let's, let's talk about the crashes. Um, at the end. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about it at the end. Are we at the end? <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, uh-uh. okay. Oh, we had a whole other, right, um, we had a whole nother morning there. Yeah. So Saturday was kind of like, eh, rain on, off, on, off. It wasn't too bad. When night came, it was, it was, didn't rain anymore. It was nice. But Sunday, Sunday was freaking beautiful out. That was like a nice day. Well, it started out kind of overcast and then got better. Oh, yeah. But it got better. And it, it was, you know what it is? Because there's no rain. I woke up, came out, there's no rain. Yeah. Things yeah. are drying up a little. It got warm real quick. Yep. It got warm. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, okay. I could fly in this. So, yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, looked like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some folks have, you know, was packing up to leave and stuff. So the flight line was empty. You know, Saturday got a little busy at times. Definitely yeah. in the, the later part of the afternoon, you know, you had three, four helis lined up right in front of us, you know, where our, our flight station was. Yep. But, uh, but Sunday was just like, yeah, just go and fly, you know? So what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about some crashes? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I love hearing about helicopters crash. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So, I mean, right off the bat, I want to say this one. <laughs> I got to see my first uh, Nitro Chicken Dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this one was epic. This one was epic, yes. Definitely. So our friends, <laughs> Rob and Devin... With the synergy and seven, Devin was flying. He kind of starts it up, gets in the hover, does this like normal, you know, staggered aileron roll, and then he flips out of it, and the helicopter kind of falls to the ground and starts chicken dancing, you know, spinning in the circle on the ground for a little bit. It wasn't it wasn't like some of the YouTube videos you see where like it's spinning there for like ten minutes? No, this this was you know maybe like. Three three sixty rotations or so on yeah. the ground, but it, it ate itself up pretty good. We should explain to our listeners that for those of you guys who don't know, uh, with a nitro helicopter, they call it a chicken dance because what is it, Steve? You can't shut that off, or you can only yeah, turn well, it to idle. Basically, it's when the the helicopter crashes and the motor's still running and the clutch is still engaged. Ends up what ends up happening is it ends up still turning the head. And that head basically goes in a circle, turning the helicopter in a circle. And they call it chicken dance because it's, I don't know. It's like a chicken without a head. Yeah, around. it's like a chicken without a head. You can't, you can't do anything really. You got to kind of let it run its course unless it stops when the clutch disengages and you can run up and basically pull the fuel line. But, you know, when it's doing that thing, that's dangerous. You can't get, you can't get anywhere close to it. So the, the reason it happened is the clutch liner was getting worn in. Yeah. And Rob even said it was like, oh, that's, you know. It's engaging kind of high in a throttle. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's engaging kind of high. That means the clutch um, 
the clutch. What is it called? Clutch Not the bell. bell housing. No, that's the outside. But what's the inside? The clutch line, like, clutch plate, clutch plate or flywheel, whatever that thing is that expands to grab on the clutch bell. Okay. That was um, it was extending wider than it needs to be because it was you know the liner was worn in. So the RPMs, it was you know engaging at a higher RPM, and basically what ended up happening is the clutch blew up. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> blew up is right because I would say probably about three or four hundred feet. No, is it that much? Maybe like three hundred feet. Yeah, I'd say uh, it was three or four. Yeah. From where the helicopter crashed, a piece of the clutch went flying over to the the access road, like the road between the two fields. Um. Where people were waiting just online for crazy. dinner. Yes. It's like someone came up and said, hey, is this your clutch? <laughs> yeah, it was It was like an inch-long piece of metal, Fred. Yeah, that was flying. You had flying. your safety glasses on, right? Yep, um, my hard hat, safety glasses. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. All safety precautions were used. Um, yeah, and that, I mean, that amazed me. I, didn't, I, I would never have thought something like that could fly that far away. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was nuts, and, man. Yeah, I mean, his whole bell housing was shredded; it was completely gone. And he has a video of the clutch plate assembly itself, or the expansion assembly. It's just it's shredded. It's like a yeah. wheel that's just like Fred Flintstone wheel. After he was driving, it is like worn down to nothing almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was crazy. Um, what other memorable crashes were there? Uh, I got one. Well, it's not memorable. But uh, I'm sure uh, Walt will talk about it. His <laughs> yes. more, um what was that? XL, Compass XL five hundred. Yeah, yeah, that so, was. A shame. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he. You know, when this episode is released, the Hooligans episodes, it's around the same time, so he he'll be talking about it. I'm sure. So yeah, our our dear friend Walt put in his uh, Compass XL five hundred. Yeah. And boy, did he put it in. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I think he said it was a dumb thumb. He just, you know, it kind of got away from him. But, you know, he was in good spirits, though. I mean, oh, yeah, as definitely. much as you can be when you hmm? when you smash something. Yeah. Because yeah. I, was, I was following some of his posts beforehand, like earlier in the weeks before. And, you know, he was getting that thing dialed in pretty good. He was actually enjoying it, so it kind of sucks. But he'll he'll fix it. He'll get it fixed up. Yeah, yeah, he'll get it fixed. You know, that, that like exo, mono, whatever, carbon fiber frame, I mean, that just took the grunt of it. Just that the canopy, smashed. Well, surprisingly, the, uh, the tail boom was good on that. Yeah. And then our, our, our buddy Muse was there too, and he wound up, uh, tipping over his, what is, um, the Protos Max V2. The Protos, yep. yeah. Man, yep. he, he just busted up, what did he bust up the blades? Uh, blades and a couple of links and, uh, you know, following arms. Yeah, I mean nothing big, but um. And then you said I mean, he also his uh his Tarek oxy his Tarek, yeah, like, exploded. Well, that he said he lost the tail push rod and then lost tail and then basically when it crashed, it you know a lot of it. Oh, broke. okay, yeah, I didn't see that, so I wasn't sure. You know, when 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 you say you know the helicopter took a dirt nap, it's it's a dirt nap when you have to like. When he's like, yo, do you have like a brush or something to get off his Dig butt? Dig it out of the dirt? Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, they like get, get it out of like the, the, out of the main groups and the spindle, oh, like geez. where the spindle goes and all that stuff. Yeah. Let's see. And there's a couple of the pros one. And I know Drew Robinson had a, a not so great running with Fred. his. 
Yeah, yeah. I, dude, the 766, ooh, that one. Do you remember that? He was night flying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a big one. That thing, like, he was doing the, uh, he was basically going back and forth doing, like, rainbows. And when he went back, um, it just, his tail went in and just the helicopter just, just ate itself. So, um, that happened. I know he, I think he put in his N7 also. Oh, did he? Yeah, because remember we were going there and Rob was working on it. Rob and Devin were working on it. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so that went in, and I think oh, that went right. in again, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I didn't see that one, but there was a couple of crashes that I heard. Um, just kind of like as you're you're setting up or you're at your table, you you hear it. You know, you hear that like thump where the helicopter goes in, and like you know, you stop hearing the the motor and blade noises. Yeah. Oh, Mark. Uh, you know, Walt's one of Walt's friends. He uh, he drove in his five seventy. I remember oh. he um, he was autoing and he didn't. It never flared up, so he kind of just went full force in to the oh. ground. Yeah, <laughs> I know that happened. Oh, um, that sucks. I you know at, at at any helicopter event, I feel like you know as people push, helicopters you know go in. Yeah, and I can easily see doing something stupid. Because I did something stupid, but I can easily see doing something stupid. Because mm-hmm. there's so yeah. much going on, you know, around you. Sure, yeah. And you're flying at a and new you, place. You know, you push, right? You're pushing, you know, you got yeah. other people watching and stuff, so you kind of push harder. And, and it happens, you know, things go in. Let's talk about the raffles, the giveaways stuff. That was pretty cool. Okay. Quite a spread there. Yeah. I mean, so let's kind of go over some of the stuff that we saw. There was tons of blades. I think it took approximately an hour. I was oh, was it an hour? I thought it was longer. To tell you the truth, I was hoping somebody would raffle off a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. pink one. Yeah, the pink one. Yeah, <laughs> I still don't know whose that was. Whose was that? No one will know. No one will know. <laughs> no one admitted to bringing it. No, no one admitted. To, now they left it there. And they left it there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's there for posterity. <laughs> I mean, they had what a logo seven hundred. They had a, a V bar control, uh, V control, V control right radio. with the case and everything. They yeah. had a Goblin four twenty, Goblin four twenty, a Line four seventy L. Um, they had a bunch. I don't of know how many blades, Cyclone rails, large size um, tail blades. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, they had the um, Inductrix. Yeah, they had the Inductrix, but they also had, I mean, I'm talking about, like, the bigger prizes I'm trying to shoot off the top of my head is they had that charging case. Oh, yeah, the charging case was, like, one yeah, of the Yeah, with yep. the Revelatrix um, from Joe Cashwell. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Let's see. What else did they have? Just a whole bunch of, like, I know they had random LA skid clamps. Um, They had the Jersey Modelers fuel. They had, the fuel tank, they had fuel a nitro thing. fuel pump thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can run down a list of the guys that I met and who I know won stuff. Uh, okay. Patrick's from Cincinnati. He won blades and a soldering clamp. Yes. Walt and Bobby. Uh, Bobby won blades and that Bobby nitro. Bobby won a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah Bobby won, was up there like three times. Uh, he mm-hmm. won blades, that nitro pump tank. Yep. Which, thank you, Bobby. <laughs> Bruce, the guy that called me Old Man Metal, he won a pit light. And I think that was it from all the guys I know. Me and me and Kyle were standing together. Kyle Schneider and oh, I want a yeah. hat. Yeah, you um, want a hat. But that I wasn't want a scorpion. Like yeah, it was towards the, the 
uh, pilot's raffle. That was the pilot's raffle, yeah. Yeah, I won. uh, I picked, um, what is that, a Scorpion working mat, work mat, or whatever you call it. Yeah, nice. Those things are great. Um, Yeah. Uh, Rob won. Rob won the Inductrix and then gave it away to uh, Ron Riccullio's daughter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Didn't he win something else? He won something after that. Yeah, he did. I don't remember what it was. Who wants this? I don't know, something like a lanyard or something? Maybe a shirt? I think it was a shirt, BK shirt. Mm. Yeah, there were sets of BK servos being... Yeah, there was a set of BK servos, there were shirts, a bunch of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot of swag. It was awesome. A lot of scorpion like hats and stuff like that, and lanyards. They were just tossing <laughs> stuff out towards the end. Yeah. But that was really awesome. cool. Yeah, that was Saturday night after the dinner. Yeah. A couple other people that um I got to meet, which is pretty cool, was... uh was <clears throat> Joe Reyes. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, Team Ninja. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, we hope to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He was kind of heading up the whole event there, kind of emceeing yeah, he a did lot a, of stuff. Yeah, I think that's because that's his local club. That's he, his, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, he invited us to come down whenever, um, you know. Yeah. Just hit him up and come down. Um, To go over, like, I mean, the, the people that were there was like, I mean, Todd Bennett was there. I wish I got a chance to meet him, but I didn't get a chance to. Well, we went through all the, the guys that were there that were big name guys. Did we? Well, Todd Bennett's big name, Tim Jones. Yeah, we went through them at the beginning. Uh, we didn't say all these. But we didn't say Joe or Todd, no. Robert Monty. Robert Monty. Christian Monty. Christian Monty, yeah. Tara Lipinski. Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was my first time going to Spring Fling. The five-hour drive was not bad. No. And the amount of fun that it is to be there, you know, it's definitely, I think, worth it for, for us to go back again. Well, uh, oh, one other thing that was kind of new to us, at least for me, was uh, this This was my first time camping at a at a fun fly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that worked out pretty well. Like, you know, I spent like 50 or 60 bucks worth of camping gear, which is a tent, sleeping bag, and an air mattress. And it was pretty comfortable. Like, it wasn't bad. Yeah. And I think it got down into the upper 40s, man, at night. It was pretty cold. Maybe 30, yeah, maybe it, lower 50s. Yeah, it yeah, might have been lower 50s, upper 40s. Um, It was, you know, it was, it was kind of humid. Like, it was like a, a cold chill in the air. Yeah. But once I got my sleeping bag. Yeah, I was fine. And zipped up, I was fine. Yeah. And then not, you know. And Kevin kept you warm? <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> there was no tenting up. No, is that no why? You, is that why you took that picture? No, just took it. <laughs> just to be like, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Those are uh, pillows. I, I, Those are I pillows. need my own tent. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, a great boy. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, it was it was good. Yeah. I had a little kettle one going on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, Kevin, you got pretty, uh, well, I don't know. I started to mellow because it was getting late. It was like getting uh-huh. what was it, like 11, 11.30. I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was almost up 24 hours. And I right. went down by Rob. My feet were killing me because I was standing up for like two hours during that raffle yeah. session. And I had a couple of drinks. And Bill decides to come up and say, what's the matter? Are you? Are you, are you you know, are you too drunk to even talk to us or, you know, or, and that was it. He had to poke the bear. I was like, dude, you wanted silence. Now you, now you started with me again. So <laughs> it's just like, he was revving me up. <laughs> Bill's a great guy. So after dude. that, anything you did was not your fault. So anything I did was not my fault. No, I was just, 
I was ready. I was looking for the bed at that point. I was like, I'm, I'm freaking gonna, gonna crash. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I stayed up. What was it? It was probably about midnight. I crashed or eleven thirty midnight. I don't know what it was. But uh, would you, yeah. would you stay up till? I mean, they were flying till like two, three in the morning, easy. Yeah. Um. I think I headed to bed or to the, to camp. I know I sent my girl text at like twelve thirty, twelve forty, saying you know, oh, good night wow. or whatever. So. Probably I probably you know went into the tent around that time and then passed out soon after. Yeah, and I I mean I don't know about you, but I didn't wake up till like what eight o'clock or something or eight thirty. Like I got a solid like seven eight hours of sleep, which was good, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get. I I woke up at six and rolled over and kind of went back to sleep, but I could have slept till uh, like eleven twelve. Yeah, one o'clock. I I, no, I was good with that. <laughs> I was like okay, more sleep than I get normally. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think I was just like, okay, get up. I was like, all right. Let me get a battery into 420. Get some coffee. You made some coffee. Yep. Bought a Keurig with you. Brought the Keurig. We were roughing it, Fred. Yeah, roughing it with the Keurig. Yeah. <laughs> I really kind of didn't uh, plan my trip as well as I usually do. You know, going up on a couple of saddlebags and, and what I had strapped across the seat. Uh, normally, I have a French press type coffee cup. They used to sell them at Walmart. If you like fresh coffee, this this mm-hmm. is the way to go. Um, you put your coffee grounds in it. None of the instant stuff. You can put whatever you want in for coffee grounds. Yep. Pour the hot water in, and then when you slide the the upper sleeve in, it presses the uh, the brew water up through in through a screen into the cup area. And then if you want sugar cream or whatever, you're all set. But it's the best fresh coffee, you know, as far as I'm concerned. I'll have yeah. to try that, man. That's how I, I that's how my girl makes me my cold brew. Cold brew. All right. So then we did some flying Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So news and announcements. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no getting by it. There's a reason why it's fun flies and help, help, help. Uh. So I don't even know what I was doing. I think I was like taking a look at my helicopter or getting a battery ready or something. And, you know, Kevin's out there on the flight line, flight station number three. He's flying his local 690SX. Lucky number three. Cool. You know, he's flying, flying. You know, my back is towards the the flight line. So all I hear is Kevin scream out, help, help, help. And I look back and I see him looking at us, (laughs) at me, Chris, and, and the guys that are there. Um, as he's screaming, help, and I'm like, why isn't he looking at his helicopter? So, you know, we're kind of running up to him and seeing what, what's up, you know, was he need help with his helicopter was a dot in the sky. Oh, it yeah. was, I would say the road, like, you know, you're, you're at the field and the road is probably about a good quarter mile away, you know, maybe like a thousand feet, maybe more than that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's the road, there's power lines, like, for the road and then behind that are like trees trees and homes and- like beyond that yeah beyond that road it'll be homes and then trees and uh, you know kevin's like freaking out <laughs> because he just kind of like shut down because he couldn't tell where his which way his helicopter's facing he, he basically not that he lost control but he he it got away from him yeah Oh, I can take it from there, dude. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Yeah, so so go ahead. What's so I put my emotions. F- well, uh-huh. first of all, the whole night, you know, and all that, and the, the sleeping and everything. I probably shouldn't have been. I should have waited a little bit more because I was I was kind of tired. But anyways, 
put the 690 up, my favorite freaking helicopter, and I go up, and I'm doing a couple of little things here and there, and I decide to do the inverted punch out to where I kind of like loop around, like inverted loop. So I do an inverted loop, and I come up again, and I do another one, and I'm up pretty high, and the wind starts pushing me, and I, I say, oh, I got to flip it upright. So I flip it upright, and now I'm flying away from myself or whatever I can, whatever I think I'm flying away from myself. So I'm like, all right, oh, crap, I got to bring it back. So I flip it inverted, now nose in, what I think is nose in, and it's not moving. It's still going away from me. So now I'm completely like, I really just froze. My 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 hands froze, my mind froze, didn't realize what I was doing. Now that you know, I've had time to think about it, I know what I would do in the future. But it just kept going away from me. So I'm thinking... Uh-huh. Jeez Louise, what? And I literally stood there going, now I stood, I stood there again. I tried to point the nose to the ground. Like I flipped it over again and I tried pointing the nose down, or what I thought was down, and gave it, you know, some, some, some collective to like what I thought was coming towards me and it kept going away. So now I'm just like, I, I actually st- stood there and I said to myself, Oh, you need help, dude. I actually said that. I need help. And then I turned around and I knew it just kicked in the old army, like, if you're going to do something and it's an emergency, do it three times. So I was like, help, help, help. <laughs> and you guys both looked up. I knew if I just said help, you might not even have looked up. Or you may have looked up but not took me serious. And I was like, no. So I said it three times. And you guys, thank God, ran over. Because now I can't see. Like, I'm like I'm wiping my feet on a doormat of 50. I mean, I'll tell everybody. I can't. My, my eyes have been going in and out. So I can't see that far away. I couldn't tell if it was nose in or tail in at that point, and it's just getting smaller and smaller. Don't you have a switch or something on your transmitter to help you with that? The go home switch, recovery or something, just to at least stabilize it. Well, rescue yeah, just rescue. flips it over. Flip will flip it upright. I don't think just it makes will... it go upright and goes up. Yeah, I probably could have hit rescue. It probably would have stopped it at least. The wind was definitely at our back. So I know yeah. it was pushing out and up higher. Who knows? It might even been worse and it was pushing out. Yeah. So Chris came running up both as Chris and Steve, like I said, thank God came running over it. And Chris was like, Oh, I see it. He's like, your nose in just, just come right back. And as soon as he said that, I pointed it to the ground and gave it, you know, a lot of collective and then just came right back and got it towards. And I started to fly a little again. And I like, Steve was like, do you need to change your pants? And I'm like, it's not my below the waist. It's like above my waist. I was like, just numb. Like I froze, my brain froze. And like I said, thinking about it later, I could have easily turned the tail one way and then said, okay, now I know what direction I am, you know, come back around towards myself. But I think what would have happened if I would have turned, if I would have thought I was tail in and turned the nose to the right and it went left i would have i would have my mind wouldn't have known what to do it would have just like locked up or something so i'm glad i did what i did um they're immediately busting my chops after i did that i didn't even land before chris is yelling out help (laughs) and uh and then at (laughs) that point i was like i flew a couple a little bit maybe another half a minute or a minute and i was like all right i'm landing and i'm just gonna chill uh but you know (laughs) i came back with the helicopter and i was like you guys can bust my balls all you want. I still have a helicopter right here. Thank you. Thanks to you guys. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, you know what we're talking about on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve, before I, I couldn't even walk back. Steve was like, oh yeah, that's making the episode. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna call it help, help, help. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Um, I was thinking about it. Definitely, you know, the through Monday work and then today work, and it, it's kind of equal to when I was when I started to work for the phone company years ago they taught us how to climb poles with the spikes on our feet, you know, with the gas. Uh-huh. 
and uh i can remember going through that training and it was only a week-long training you had to pass on friday and i can remember like either tuesday or wednesday i did what they call cutting out where the thing just slips out at a telephone pole and your immediate reaction is to hug the pole and you're not supposed to because then you're going to fall down and get splinters everywhere including areas you really don't want splinters so uh i can remember cutting out and not falling but driving home i was like all right i thought it through the whole way home like what did i do wrong and i kept thinking about this in the same way to where you know number one i probably shouldn't have been doing stuff that high maybe i should have got a little more sleep who knows i mean maybe i should have took it a little easy but what i should have done one what i should have done was maybe have a spotter was have a spotter and just turn one way turn you know 90 degrees just left or right or right until i see the tail and then just think of the next step like steve said hit rescue once or twice get it get it level and then just turn it turn the the tail yeah so you know they say if you can't learn from your mistakes you're a you're a knucklehead i was a knucklehead to begin with but uh no i'm glad though i'm glad those guys came running out like i did and like i said Feel free to bust my chops all you want. I still have a 690 because I swear to God, I'm like, oh, I'm like, shit, this is my favorite helicopter and it's just going. And I'm like, they're going to find it in the Atlantic Ocean. I'm going to be like, oh, I was like, here it goes. It was, all I could see was it going into the trees and it was just going and going. There's going to be a report from a jet airliner about a drone sighting at, you know, 10,000 feet. Yeah. Oh, my man. <laughs> but that's that's the whole story, man. All's wells that ends wells, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if you lost, if you lost the heli, it would be like, oh crap, man. I wouldn't bust your chops, but, um, you know, it did end up well. Everything was fine. You landed, you got your heli, still in one piece. So, you know, we can joke about it. Yeah. Yes. I will joke right along with you. <laughs> All right. So let's see. So then we drove home. <laughs> yeah. Then we drove home and then I was like, let me check the mail. <laughs> Yeah, we drove home, checked the mail, saw the gremlins. Then after yeah. driving what? Um, because we hit some traffic on the way home. After driving five, six hours, unloading mm-hmm. at your house, I get back in my Jeep, and there's a wreck on 80. I got to go 10 minutes on Route 80, and I sat there for at least 20, 30 no, minutes. No, you didn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. You might as well just take local roads. It would probably been better. Well, if I would have fired up the Waze app and, and looked mm-hmm. at that like I've been doing all week, you know, I figured, right. oh, it's it's Sunday night, it's it's eighty. I can just jump right on, and I'll be home in no time. Now, when I'm on the couch, now I'm taking, I'm firing up the Waze app to find a bathroom in my house, dude. That's what I'm. I'm not going to go anywhere <laughs> unless I use that Waze app. Oh boy, but yeah, yeah but that, you're, that like, sucked, you're literally dude. two exits away. Yeah, right. You're 34. Yeah, right? Jersey. What yeah. exit? Oh boy. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I mean, this this fun fly was amazing. Um, not not only this fun fly, but I think. I think all fun flies are amazing. I think if you're in this hobby, you really need to participate and go to fun flies. Obviously, it takes time and money, and uh, you know there's there's some logistics behind it and some you know cost to it, of course. But at the end of the day, uh, you know the experiences you gather, the, the people you meet, the um, the support that you give to the hobby by going to these events, you know, yeah. it's huge. It's it's huge, you know? Yeah. I don't even know how many people, like, I've met that, you know, was like, oh, you're Steve from Freefall, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you can go you can go to Hodges Field like Fred did and go to, like, a real uh-huh. historic field and see some really, really cool stuff. Yeah. 
Yep, there's Fly Fest, there's Sierra, like all these events. There's so many events all over, and it doesn't have to be these huge events, right? Right. I mean, this Spring Fling was, it's the eighth annual, so it's not like it's been going on forever, but this event was huge as far as it was 10 days long. I didn't know that. You know? I would have sworn it was going on since the 90s. <laughs> it's only eight years, or it's the eighth annual, so I don't know if they've done before that unofficially. But officially, this is the eighth year, and I mean, whew, ten days, weekends, crazy. I'll tell Craziness. you, dude. If anybody says that RC helicopters are dying, sure wasn't apparent at at that thing this weekend, man. It was yeah. freaking awesome, man. There was a ton of guys there flying, and so many good pilots. At one point, I I had a short conversation with that guy Mark that Walt knows, and uh, you know, I said to him, I said. Uh, Wow, I, I can't believe just how many really good pilots are that I don't even know who they are. And he was like, "Yeah, I know, right? It's just it's crazy the amount of really good yeah. pilots." Like Patrick, Patrick was freaking awesome, man. He was mm-hmm. killing it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get a chance to see uh, Walt's buddy fly, Bobby. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see him fly. Yeah, no, he was good too, and and Mark was freaking awesome too. The guy that showed up next to us with the with the old Raptor fifties, the Flybard Raptor fifties. Uh huh. He fired yep, that. Yep that thing up and he was freaking shredding with that man yeah that was cool well, I, I gotta ask, yeah i gotta ask guys what would you have done differently for this trip uh what would I have done differently i wouldn't have flown my 690 sunday morning <laughs> <laughs> um i probably would go out there a little earlier i would say give, give an extra you know extra day i probably would have charged all my batteries before i left I didn't have everything charged. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's that you know it's it's that debate, right? Oh, it's better not to charge your batteries, but you know what? Maybe it's not great for the batteries, and I I don't feel that there's that a lot of danger the way I keep my batteries maintained and stuff. That like I used to charge batteries like during the week, man. Sometimes they'd be charged for two weeks, and I still yeah, haven't I had do, any problems I, with that. I did all mine the night before. And I had all the batteries. Um, oh, on on one other note, you know, I, I guess I've been I've been you know this whole seven six six energy stuff. I kind of want to. Oh yeah, recap. right. You should. Like, yeah, so I got a set of seven six six blades and new tail blades. Since uh, so first of all, I tried to run the seven six six with seven fifteen cyclones and one. I think they're either one fifteen or one o five cyclone tail blades. Uh uh-uh. uh, it was not. No. No. Even if I cranked, I cranked up the head speed to as high as I can go. I was holding at twenty one forty. No, no, the the blades are too small. It was just not holding, not not flying very well. Fred, he lands and he immediately goes, "You want to buy it?" <laughs> <laughs> and I really like that thing. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, you know, I, we were we got to talking, and I was like, you know, I could say yes, I could, you know, you know, uh, I'll give you a little sum, I'll pay it off, whatever. But I said to him, I said, you know, we we got to talking and we we both came up. It wasn't my idea, but we both kind of came up with the same conclusion that uh, he should try it on the seven six six blades and see how he likes it. Yeah. So so Matt was there, and you know, and Matt was like, you know, I got a set of seven six six if you want to try. Um, I was like, cool. You know, I think he was he was gonna go do a demo or something. So I was like, okay, after that, like or whatever, we'll we'll you know we'll right. look up and give it a shot. I didn't end up seeing, this was Saturday, I didn't end up seeing him, um, till like, you know, it didn't really, we couldn't connect back until Sunday, right? And Sunday, he's just like, you know, I was like, all right, let me give it a shot. 
And, you know, I'll buy a set. It's fine. Because if I end up selling the heli anyways, I should probably have a set of blades to sell with it. So I was like, I'll buy a set. You know, and Matt gave me an awesome price for it. And so I, I got I got it, put it on the heli. I dialed down my, you know, maximum head speed back to where it was before. Or a little bit higher. I think it was like 1900, I think I did. Right. Or 1940 something. And And I flew it. And I got to say, like, you know, I mean, the, the helicopter looks like the same size. It's it's a it's a huge freaking helicopter, you know, with the canopy and the boom and all the, the boom wrap and everything, and the you know still stretched as an eight hundred. It's it's big. It still has a big presence. But I was, I don't think I went as hard as I did when I did the boom strike, but I went pretty hard and I did a lot of the same moves to see if shit, you know, if it's gonna happen. Yeah, might as well let it happen. You, you know, were pretty okay, close because you, know? you were you were backflipping and you were like, "This is what I was doing when I when I had the boom." Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't doing it, and and it wasn't coming close to it. Didn't seem like it. So, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep flying it in this configuration. See how I like it. I don't know if I'm gonna switch the boom, unstretch it back to a seven six six. I might just leave it. You know, because I built it as an eight zero six, and I would have to buy a couple of components to make it a seven six six again. Um. So I'll just leave it like this for now and just fly it, see what happens. You know, I mean, when all said and done, I spent almost three grand on this helicopter. Yeah. Or a little bit more than three grand, actually. You know, and like I flew, I flew it like 20 times. It's, and it's not like I got my money's worth in any way. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll fly it. I mean, you know, I'll give it a shot and see how I like it. And, and then, and then I'll sell it to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll keep it for a while. Um, and go from there. You know, when we were talking, you know, I do the same thing. You know, sometimes you get to a point where you're not, you're not really seeing the whole picture. It takes somebody else outside. You've done it to me, you know, giving mm-hmm. me advice on things. And, you know, I'm like, oh, that, that makes sense. You know, we're just like, you know, why don't you try it as a 766 and, you know, for a couple of flights and see how you like it. Cause you, you did spend a lot of money on it. You got 14 S batteries, you know, yeah. or two seven S packs, you know, for it. So. You have that all no, set two up. No, 214S packs. Two 14S packs. Okay. That's $700 worth of batteries almost. Almost yeah. $700. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad you did. I'm glad I'm glad you did. I'm working in the wrong job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I couldn't afford $700 batteries. Well, Fred, you're actually working right across the street from me. I, I look at your job and I say I'm working in the wrong job. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, I mean... Yeah, I just just obviously, um, I I I run a line of credit, <laughs> you know. I, I won't buy this was this I didn't buy this all outright. Some of it went on credit cards, you know. <laughs> um, but it's paid off, you know. So I'm not. It's not like I didn't spend the money, you know. Like I still spent that money, but um, over time, you know, not not yeah, yeah. because the kit was like eleven hundred plus. I don't know what my heli direct order was, and and what saved me was I I used. I got the servos on sale. I I got the ESC with a, a heavy discount. Like I, you know, I I I made it. I made it affordable by buying components at the right time, with all the sales that were going on at the time. So yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's still an expensive heli. You know, I I, I won't lie. Uh, but it's I don't know. I really like the way it looks, and I I, I kind of hated myself for like wanting to give it up because you know that had this issue. See Matt. So, Matt would say, you know, it's it resembles because he's into motorcycles and stuff like that. That it has that dirt bike mm-hmm. look. He's, I think he even said it when we had him on the show. But yeah. uh, 
when I looked at that heli man up close, it's like the Jeep of helicopters, man. Like what you pay for, like, especially on my Jeep, my Wrangler, dude, you, you pay for everything that's underneath. And you know, when you look at that helicopter, dude, it's built really well. It's got a lot of very large components on it. Oh yeah. Uh, I really like the way it looks. Um, yeah. And I gotta say, dude, you know, people are going to be like, Oh, you know, you met, you met Matt Botos and now you guys are like buddy buddies or whatever, you know, it's, it's not that at all. It's, like, no, not at all. It's what I observed, man. And I got to tell you, dude, when I watched him fly, I was telling Fred earlier, like he flew that nitro flight at night. And Matt's not a young guy. I don't say he's an old guy, but he's not really a young guy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when you talk to a guy like that, that has that much involvement with a company and, you know, in the industry and the industry, it's community. Yeah. It's amazing that he is that skilled as a pilot. Like he was freaking awesome. I was not expecting him. I was expecting him to be a good pilot, but not to the point where he was like, he was just like killing it with that helicopter, man. Like I mm-hmm. was blown away with his skills and Bert cameraman and the rest Ooh, of the Bert's guys. That flew, amazing. Man. Yeah. There were some great pilots. I don't know who was the the kid that was doing. I wanted to go up and shake his hand that was doing the, Doing the, I don't even know what the hell you even call him. He was doing the tick tops and then stopping, wagging the tail really fast. Young, it wasn't a young kid, but he was That's Robinson. Robinson. Jamie Robinson. Jamie Robinson. Yeah, he's a that flight pilot. he did was freaking ridiculous. He does sick, like that the twitching. And yes. stuff. yeah. And that was so it's cool. So cool. Like Fred, it's like huh? crazy, crazy, crazy. Stop, and he's got the disc like pointed at himself, and he wags the tail back and forth like super fast, really quick to, in time to the music, and it was just amazing. Like it was something to say, man. Yeah, is there a video of that on the on the page? I missed I'm it. Sure there's, there's probably, probably video videos. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I caught any videos, but I'm sure I can find a video of him doing that. So I'll let you know. I'll link it somewhere. Take a look. Crazy, but that was cool, man. It was it was it was really a lot of fun, and I'm gra- I'm glad we both came home with the same amount of helicopters we took. <laughs> yeah, that is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, came home with a gas can. So I did buy that, which is awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to get my nitro. Should I get that nitro ready for this weekend? You think? Yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, you got a couple of bolts to put together for the exhaust, and that's it. Yeah. I just got to I mean, put some more on them. And, yeah. If I don't fly it, I'm going to ask for my Neil back. No. <laughs> cool. All right, anything I... else you want to uh, mention? I think that's it, man. I just want to say thanks to all the guys that came up and said, "Hey, I listen to podcast, man," and they're enjoying yeah. it as much as we're enjoying doing it. It's it's great, man. It was great to to meet guys and put, you know, they say it all the time, put faces to the names. But you know, I see the guys' names in the comments and stuff, and man, it was really cool. I I hope I didn't get the right angle to anybody's ear and uh, leave chew marks on anybody's ear, but I was talking quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think that's that's a big part of going to these events that, uh, you know, the opportunity to meet up with people you've you've heard of or talked to or, you know, socialize with online and you haven't seen in person yet. So, yeah, um, and I, I think if, if I was to give a tip is to, you know, go online and try to meet people before you go, because it can be intimidating. You go to an event like that and if you don't know anybody, you don't know who you can talk to, who you can joke with or, or anything like that yet. So, uh you know, sometimes it helps out if you kind of meet up with folks online first. Yeah, true. One of the things I do have to say is that, um, you know, everyone I kind of, you know, just went up to and talked to was awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I don't know. Just this hobby really has the best people in it. Kind of going back to that. Um, 
you know, it, it, it can be just, hit or miss. Um, I mean, you, you know, people kind of knew you, so maybe that might have helped. Um, the heli event I went to in Panama City, you know, the people a little bit standoffish there. They, they the event wasn't overly advertised. It was kind of meant to be more of a insider group, and here I am showing up and not a helicopter guy and a drone guy, so that didn't help either. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it, that one was you know interesting, and uh, but the glider tow guys there they were a little bit more open and welcoming. They they they're a pretty good group. I was happy to to hang out with them. So yeah, Fred, when you go to the when you go to the helicopter event and you walk around going, do any of you guys fly them drones? <laughs> they're gonna look at you a little that's, weird that's not a good thing no 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 <laughs> uh, well, i'll try not to do it next time so i'm gonna get a shirt made up that says yes i am hitting rescue because every time i hit rescue <laughs> somebody whoever's standing next to me says did you hit rescue and i'm like yep i hit rescue i like the way steve wears it like a badge of honor he's like i'm crazy sticks rescue and i was behind you at one point and we were talking yeah. to me and chris and we're talking and i'm like watch here he goes crazy six crazy crazy six rescue and then you were like bzz, 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 and then yeah i was doing it. double i was double rotation peril flips and i could i don't i don't need to hit rescue but i just like yeah you know stir 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 stir, stir rescue <laughs> just, yeah you know i think that's it's great practice though. and right if you, you practice know? it and work it in you're not gonna be mm-hmm. in that emergency situation you're not gonna be like oh we're locking it? up yeah yeah it won't lock up because you're so used to doing it. Yep. <laughs> or it won't be an afterthought where you're like, rescue, oh, shit, throttle hold. <laughs> yeah, that's me. No, I think you make good he, sense with he's that. He's got both of them on a three-position switch. He just goes from one to the third. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> click, click, okay, rescue, throttle hold. <laughs> uh. Oh, boy. Okay. All right, so if we got, if we don't have anything else, let's, uh, let's move on to the next section. Okay. All right, news and announcements. News. And announcements. Announcements. Nice. Well, are we getting it down or what? Yes. All right. So what do we got? What do you guys have? Last week was a train wreck with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have the CP Heli Throwdown, which is going to be tomorrow, uh, Saturday, right? Yes. I will. Well, Saturday and Sunday, but we're going to go Saturday. <laughs> yeah. If we know what's good yeah. for us. I, yeah, exactly. That one. No, yeah, that, that was a little bit, a little bit further away for you. You know, that'd be a lot longer ride of the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's located in Eastern PA. Um, this is the first of many CP Heli uh, throwdown events. This is the the one that's going to be in the the Northeast, and then they're kind of all over. They're scattered all over across the the country. So there's I know there's a Midwest one in Ohio, and there's also one in like um, Arizona. Like just just kind of all over the place. So. This one, though, is the first one that's starting it off, and I can't wait to go because this is going to be awesome to uh, to meet up with Dennis again. Yeah. yeah. Now, where in Easton, PA is this? I'm looking for it. It is at the Lehigh Valley uh, RC Aerodome or RC Club Field. Um, I'm not sure exactly where it is. Okay. If you want to go, take a look at our Facebook page. I shared out Dennis's posts on uh the flyer with the location info and all that stuff. So okay, definitely make it out if you can. Um, even if you can't fly, like you know, if you don't want to fly, you just want to come out and check it out. Come out and check it out. Come in, uh, come and meet us and tap uh, Kevin on the shoulder and say help, help, help. <laughs> That's the other shirt I got to get made up. <laughs> 
just, just put it all on one shirt. It'd be wordy, but it'll it'll cover all the bases. Yeah, yeah. The, like each section of the shirt will have like a slogan, like help, 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 or is that a push the- rod in your, <laughs> your tail? <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. Well. Oh, boy. All right. Good thing I have a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> And a thick skin because you know I'll I'll pick at that. <laughs> I just take it out on Devin. Hey 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 hey, hey Steve, <laughs> Kevin's still a little sensitive about skin and picking at it. Oh yeah, that do not joke <laughs> around <laughs> with. Oh, <man. laughs> you caught that, did Jeffrey? <laughs> Any other announcements? Well, I have to make a this announcement. Uh, Amy Bodos took one of the almost only photogenic pictures of myself and posted it. I saved it, and yeah, that was, was really- pretty cool. So thanks, Amy. I did uh, grab a screenshot of you giving thumbs up and posted it. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, that Fred. one was hilarious. Dude. That was, <laughs> that was, that was the, so uh, quickly done, too. It was awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was from the uh, one video we had me going around, and I saw my Spectrum Radio, my Spectrum radio and Spectrum. I grabbed it. And then I saw another. Yeah, and you know Chris Diamani flies Spectrum, right? Yeah, yep. So awesome. Okay. What's next for you in the hobby? All right. Looks like... Uh, Steve and Kevin have some stuff. Yeah, since uh, neither one of us wrote anything, I'll go first. <laughs> um, CP Heli Throwdown, right? So I'm going to go to that. So when you're hearing this podcast, tomorrow, you know, the next day I'll be there. We're going to probably shoot out early in the morning and, you know, it's just on one day, go there and then come back. So um, I have a little bit of forewarning. I'm going to some kind of event Friday night. I don't know if there's going to be alcohol there, but I will not be drinking Friday night. <laughs> So oh boy! There will be no flying behind my head, or flat is close enough that I can uh, I could drive us there, and <laughs> there will be no sailing helis off into the sunset. Yeah, I'll I hope try not. and keep everything close. <laughs> not too close. I, I scared Kevin a little today. <laughs> we were flying some oxies at a local park. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw him kind of like, ooh, you saw me back up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, I I gotta work on the oxy. I'm still getting some vibes, and I, it's from I think the main shaft bent. So yeah, the main shaft's not supposed to be in two pieces, dude. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not two pieces. It's just like a you know, it's just a little lopsided. I thought I saw duct tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, for balancing. Yeah, that's for balancing it out. <laughs> Let's see. Besides that, I want to. Um, that's really it. I just gotta charge the batteries. I mean, you know, knock on wood. Uh, n- all my helis came back in one piece from Spring Fling, so hopefully they come, you know, I'll be ready to go. I don't think I have to do any maintenance on anything. Just try to take the next couple of days to work on uh, my garage workspace because that N7, I, so I did speak to Matt. He said he's getting that N, N7 uh, this week, and it's going to get shipped out as soon as he gets it. So usually when he ships it out, I get it in two days. Um, You should have told him. Can I just have that one, the one you've been flying? Just uh, hold wanna, on to wanna, the one <laughs> that you have ordered for me. I want to go through the build. Nice. I, I, I built when I built it seven six six. It's a pretty cool build. Like it's fun because you get to really appreciate the engineering behind it. And yeah. well, thoughts, also, I, you know, I bet it's a little bit nicer since it's a larger frame that you're having. You know, it's not you're not fighting with a little three fifty size. You know, oh, no. I'm trying to put it together. Right, yeah, no, no, this, this is, it's nice. You get to, you get to wrench on it. You know, it's, it, it's, it's not like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my oxy heli, but like, you have to be careful because you could, 
strip out screws real easy, you know, or even with the 1.5. So um, this is kind of like, you know, everything's two and a half, three millimeter, you know, hex bolts. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you got room for all your wiring, so you can actually put some nice thought into how you're going to wire it and, oh, that's and get it all set up. So, yeah, so I'm going to enjoy this one. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm going to do a build video or anything of that sort. Maybe just some pictures. Um, I don't know. It depends how fast I want to get it built. <laughs> but it's probably going to be pretty quick. I've had this motor I'm thinking like less than two days to get this helicopter built. I'm seeing, I, I've had this motor that I spent like, that came from Japan and I spent like, I don't know, 570 bucks, 60 bucks, whatever it was. Um, just sitting there in the box, just sitting there, the motor and pipe just sitting there like, oh, come on. You know, it's sad. It wants me to, wants me to put it together and it's just sitting there. So I've been waiting for this kit for the last two weeks now or almost three weeks. So, uh, you know, the anticipation is very high for me and I need to get this, uh, built and, and flown. So cool. Yeah. That's about it for me. I got to put my batteries together for the 690, the last, uh, set that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to work on my 380 a little bit. Nice. Uh, I'm going to change the belts and a couple of things I broke. And see if that does anything. I'm actually gonna uh, take a few things Javier emailed me about and and go through it with uh, some of the antenna positioning and stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. let's see what else I got to work on. I think that's it. Just get ready for that RC heli throwdown. Do you have a hobby wing in that 380? No, it's a castle. The Talon 90, I think, is in there. Uh. Oh, and that's what I got to do. I got to fix my freaking sport, dude. I gotta yeah, hook that yeah, up yeah, to the hobby wing. Governor. Yeah. And try to try to work on that. If you can, try to work on that 380 and get it like test hovered to see if you still have the same issue of okay. the packet loss or the, uh, you know, once you replace the belts and the, what is it, the landing gear. Yeah. Because if you do, I mean, I don't know. I've had no issues with that heli with my configuration and with worn belts or whatever with the Neo and all that stuff. And the only difference I can really tell is the servos and the ESC. I have a set of BK 3001s you can use and I have a hobby 100 amp you can use that's, that came off of my 380. Okay. So it's, it's like the wires are like, you know, shortened up. Oh, the only thing is that you use a quick connect, right? So you just have to wire it up to that. But yeah. But you know what I'll do is I'll change the ESC first, see if I'm still getting it. Right. Then change maybe the, so the ESC is easier of yeah. the two, right? So yeah. to do that, um, and then if then if not, then change the servos. But um, see if you could do that before this weekend. Maybe you could actually have a have the 380 completely flying yeah. if you have time. You okay. Know. Oh, besides that, you and I both have to get together sometime either this week or early next week to do the Gremlin build. Yeah. Let me know what's a good day for you, and we'll we'll do it on Thursday, and we'll do a live Skype together. That'd be pretty cool. You doing it thir- this Thursday? That's my plan. Oh man, I'll have to see. Let's see if I'm still editing on Thursday. Yeah, let's let's see what happens. Speaking of that, I have to I have to quote Bert Kammer, who said, "You know, I like listening to podcasts unless they're like three hours long." <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at Steve. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, I looked I looked at you and I looked at Bert. And I was like, "Yeah, our podcasts are about two and a half hours long." <laughs> Dude, no, Fred, Fred tries to wrap it up, but you guys just keep going and going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you got, Kevin? That's, That's it. it, man. Okay, Fred. I'm hunting around for what I'm going to do for my June event to visit. I got that time in the shed the other day working on my 210, so I'm, I'm 
feeling pretty good about maybe getting a clean back up to what what I want it to be. Of course, I want to have it clean enough to try to work on that gremlin because that thing is tiny and the pieces for it are small. I don't want to lose any pieces, you know, oh, any of those yeah. screws or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want a good clean work surface that none of the stuff's getting, you know, lost in the in the clutter. And then I kind of volunteered to give a presentation for the local library on drones. Um, oh, I think, nice. you know, cool. 10, 15, 20 minute. No, no, no. Apparently there's an hour before lunch and an hour after lunch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, the nice thing is the hour after lunch is mostly going to be me doing some flying. I'm going to have a oh, nice. you know, big screen TV and have the FPV, you know, sent to it. Nice. Uh, That's so, cool. You know, about 200 kids, they said. You know, so just a wow. small group. Wow. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it should be interesting. See could, um, you should see if you can get someone to Facebook Live it. <laughs> well, then, then you get into to issues of privacy with people under 18 and all that, so I don't sure. know. No, no, but just looking that. at you, not, not the kids. Oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just, yeah, just put the phone, you know, right uh, on the, the pedestal, the you know, where you're talking. <laughs> just looking up your nose. <laughs> you mean like the, the, the Chris Nutt angle? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool, though. That's the awesome. Chris Nutt marching Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah, pacing around the, the, the shop. <sighs> he's going to kill us for talking about him when he's not here. We love you, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just shows that I, I watch the videos, at least. Yeah. So, I like that parking good. lot. Nice tour of the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fred, you said looking for your June event to visit. I'm not sure I follow you. What, what are you talking about there? Well, like I said, I, I want to try to go to a different mark. event every month. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, so I haven't picked one out for June yet. I oh. think I, and so what I'm doing is I, I obviously I'm going to check the Facebook pages and things like that, see if the I guys want anything. Um, it has to be within a few hours of home here. Yeah, it's not in Steve. Jersey, dude. It is, it is, uh, it is a few hours if you take a plane. <laughs> and uh, you know, because I've only got two days, I got to travel there. You know, enjoy some of the event, travel back. The other thing I've been doing is I've been using the AMA uh, website. Because they have a really good, you know, they break it down by by district. Yes. And so I can find yes. all the events for, for you know, whoever signed up with the AMA. So if it's if it's not an AMA sanctioned event, it's not going to be in there. But um, it kind of helps me find some uh, places to go to. That's how I found about the, uh, I think the heli event down at Panama City was in there, and uh, this event with the glider tow was in it. So it was a good tool. Nice. Yeah. I mean, when I was, when I really didn't know a lot of people in the hobby and I was looking for events to go to, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I would Google RC helicopter events or RC plane events, but then I did hit the, the district two, cause we're in district two up here, part of the AMA website. Yeah. And it, it lists a lot of them there. I mean, it's great, great resource. Awesome. You know, what's another good resource, uh, Fred. Yes. If you go to rcflightdeck.com. Let's put that in the, uh, links to add to the show so i have it for me mm-hmm. uh he's yep. an rc flight deck yeah there's a lot of fun flies and not even fun flies like a lot of clubs use that to handle the registration so like even with their meetings and stuff they kind of post that stuff up there but you can search by location and see in a radius of you know whatever 40 50 miles what is around you that is happening in well i'm kind of hoping i'm kind of hoping flight test gets the uh FT groups a little bit better organized because yeah, you know it really yes. had the potential of being that for uh, you know for flight test type folks. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> so I'm looking at the uh, the RC flight deck page now. Where I live is such a black hole for RC. I mean, there's just nothing around. 
there's something over in in western Alabama, something way over you know eastern Georgia down by Tampa, um, mm-hmm. but nothing nothing real close to me. Drive out to Matt Botus's house, man. He's got a motorcycle oh, yeah. track in the backyard and and a big heli vet. big heli thing going on. Is that this? That's not. It's in at, at his end house? of May, May twenty something. Yeah, it's and where's that? Uh, um, Alabama is it? Oh, Alabama. Oh yeah, but I think he's up north, Alabama. That's Alabama's a pretty long state. We'll we'll talk about it offline. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, so I guess is that it? Want to wrap it up, guys? Yeah, sure. Let's wrap it up. All right, time to wrap it up. Probably one of our shorter episodes, huh? Yeah. The Michael J. Fox of episodes, one of the shorter ones. Sorry, I was trying to think of somebody else that was short. Don't know. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right, Facebook likes. We are at 610 likes. That's two this week. Cue the music because I will definitely butcher both of these names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got Louis Abdilla. 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 The Mag Abdilla. Abdullah. Abdullah Magdalene. That's part All of right. the brain. All right, and then we... Brainstem. Yeah. <laughs> Where anger comes from. Um, Vermonti Desanyaki, I think. All right, cool. Vermonti Desanyaki. I don't think it's the time, but okay. I'm sorry. All right, what do we got for Facebook comments? Facebook comments? Are you kidding me, dude? There was like a ton of Facebook comments after this weekend. Yes. Uh, we got uh, some pictures on Facebook that were really cool, man. Uh, you got video of the night flying, us uh-huh. getting a box, Devin McClellan firing up his and, and flying his Synergy N7. Um, we got pictures of, I don't know if Walt wants to say this. Walt, if your wife is listening, go la 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 la. Walt buying his uh, <laughs> Walt buying his V bar control. Yes, Walt um, got a V control. What you know? What we need to make up is free fall RC sweatshirts because when we go to these events, I'm always wearing my work shirt and I have coffee yes. stains all over it. I look like Fred yes. flicking Flintstone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, so we that. are in the process, I think, of making a new logo or simplifying our logo so that way we can get some T-shirts and sweatshirts. Produce at a cheaper price and more yeah. available. And, I know, and, I know, we had some interest for folks getting our T-shirts and stuff like that. Um, and we want to make that a, a reality. But so you know, we're gonna work on that. I think I have, I actually have an idea for some new logo that I want to talk to you, Kev, and 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 the guys offline. Um, okay. But yeah, I know we cool. had a couple of listeners uh, email us some pictures and stuff that they drew. Yeah, Kimar, Kamar Simmons did, and. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. So thanks, guys. If you have anything, you know, you'd like to share with us, sure, you know. But, yeah, we that's all I saw. And then we had, you know, comments along with it. I think Gina was commenting a lot. Uh, um, It's good to hear from all the, all the people that we're fr- Facebook friends with. Yes. All right. Website comments. Um, website comments. Just heard from um, Kyle real quick, who I forgot to give stickers to. And I think he's going to be at the PA event. So yes, I'll either hand them out there or he sent me his, yes. he sent me his address. We're kind of getting down there with the stickers. I got to put another order in. So if you guys want any, just either go through the website, freefallrcpodcast.com uh, and send us a message or PM us on Facebook, however you want to do it. Or you can email us. What's the best way for me to get stickers? Um, 
Email us at free4rc at gmail.com <laughs> with your address. Again? Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I mailed yours out to the wrong address. I mailed yours out to a different guy, so. Oh, well, yeah, yeah I can see how that could happen. I, I mailed them out to Fred Prevost and not Provost. So either that or I, I, I emailed them out to Provost Utah. I don't, I don't know. Either one. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Podbean, we have a few people that started following us on Podbean. <laughs> one of these is pretty hysterical. Ben Nist, 418, started following us. Here, Nia's, or Hernia, started following us. Hernia. <laughs> uh, the beginning of a very bad podcast started following us. <laughs> oh. That's about 76 episodes too late. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then uh, JL Langley 77 and Jericho Byrne liked episode 73, Start Your Engines with Jamie Paulson, and Mike Welch liked episode 72, F3N with Greg Jackson. So thanks, guys. Awesome. Um, I do want to say that. Um Greg Sullivan did uh, post on our Facebook page um, the freefall sticker on his transmit case. It's pretty damn nice. On oh, there. did he? I missed that. Just, yeah, you know, it was just fourteen minutes ago, so oh. <laughs> I'm just I'm just snooping right now on Facebook. <laughs> oh, dude, and uh, you know what I saw? I don't know how I saw or where I saw it, but uh, our buddy Chris Breams from from up upstate there, he said yes. that he might be renting a camper and he might show up at an event like Flight Fest this year. That would be pretty crazy because if he shows up with a lot of that balsa stuff, people are going to be like, "Wow, man!" Going to be wow, but he's some crazy stuff. Be careful! <laughs> be careful! Yeah, be careful. I, I fear some warnings. Like Full time combat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it is a great event. Um, yeah, you'll have a good. Yeah, time. let us know. I mean, we are. I think Kevin and I are still going to try to make it out there for like a quick weekend type of deal. Um, we'll yeah. have to see, but yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, let's see iTunes review. Uh, there was no new iTunes reviews. All right, drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Don't forget to check out our webpage. Say hi to Chris Freibert. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. Robert. It's freefallrcpodcast.com. Check it out. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcasts, free for RC podcasts sitting next to the FT community cast. Hey, Petra, All right. Uh, rchelihangouts.com. Um, and on those forums, you'll see us next to, on the main section, RC Heli Hangouts, uh, podcast corner, and then free for RC podcast sitting next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Walt, not Will and Ed. Walt, not Will. Yeah, I called him Will a couple times. Oh. I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I ran around with the Taz cam for about three minutes, and there was just a lot of mayhem going on. I might play it at the end of the episode. Uh, it totally <laughs> makes no sense, but you guys might hear something and get a laugh at it. All right. Sounds like um, bloopers from the Taz cam. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's a small little thing. It looks like a cell phone. It actually looks like a taser. It has two microphone sticking off the end that looked like a taser uh-huh. so at one point i okay. said this is a taser yeah, i'm gonna tase a voice you. recorder <laughs> yeah awesome uh thanks to all our listeners free our skies and we'll see you next time see you see ya goodbye help, okay. help, help. <laughs> i've never heard anyone scream for help on the flight line before 
Uh, so I guess this event was a, a lot of first. First chicken bath, first chicken Testing one, two, three. I'm eating a cliff bar. So this is Kevin from Freefall RC Podcast. We are here live, well, sort of, because it's being recorded, at the Spring Fling in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And I'm walking around here now, and I'm coming across some hooligans. At least I tell you yes or no. I'm going to see how they clam up. Who's that? You. What is that? For what? It's got, what you've that? got nothing to say? What is that? This is a little... Recording device. Oh, does it do like funky voice and shit? No, it'll tase the shit out of you. <laughs> Will it? Oh, let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Where are you guys from? Use it. Use it later on. Your Jersey. You're all drunk. Jersey. I'm like, some Jersey boys. Jersey. They'll bring a taser Jersey. to the field. That voice you're hearing is Will. Is Walt? I always get your name. Will. What the fuck? Oh, I'm, I'm from New Jersey too. I'm from New Jersey I'm gonna edit too. all of this out. These are outtakes for the no, end. No, no. Oh, shh, quick, guys, quiet. Why quiet, do I say? Can I get a pull on the oxy? Whoever's got it. <laughs> you know what? Oh, what? <laughs> I thought you fly goblins. Has Chris been drinking or anything? He's old enough. <laughs> Dude, he was getting in bars when he was 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, well, he walks in, he goes, My name's Kyle Stacy, give me a kid. Right now. Okay, right now. And then you go, but he's not old enough yet. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. This is what I do our backup yeah, yeah. with. Oh, okay. Yeah. I go in here, I go like, I, I double out my feed and I just plug in there. <laughs> just in case. We have no backup. Because we had the one we had the, we had the one with him where I had to redo my whole entire track. Are you, re- I, sir, are you recording? <laughs> No, this is a taser, dude. Back off. Oh, shit. Keep away. <laughs> tase him. Tase him. <laughs> Take him down. Why am I not getting video of this? I know, I know. I'm trying to get the camera. Facebook Live. Chris is like, leave me alone. Punch him again. Punch him again. Christy Amante is now taking Devin McClellan over his head. Uh, no, it's a fireman's carry. Fireman's carry. No, How can he be a fireman? He's 12 years old. Throw him in the woods. Throw him in the woods. That's what I do. Finally, we can have peace and quiet. We'll fly our own helicopters. I got, I got sweatshirts heavier than you. <laughs> Dude, that was like the, I could bench press you. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? I'm sure my friends, my, my coach, our football coach bench presses like 400. You're not 400. No. No, he not even. Like so what you're saying, he can bench press 10 of you? Like yeah. Six, or, and then he squats. He doesn't curl, he squats like six. Squats. Uh. Yeah. Squats are easier. Come on, Rain. Stop. He's like, he's just like, he's just like four foot, or five foot one guy who's just jacked as hell. Dude, I gotta say, I am just that secure in my manliness that I am not ashamed to yell out, help, 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 like a freaking little girl when my helicopter is flying away and I don't know where the hell is going. I'm like, I don't give a shit. There's all these alphas and it's all like, you know, got your chest out and I'm, I'm like, 
give me that pink chair. I need help, help, help. <laughs> I do not care. Oh, uh, boy. I was just so thrilled that you guys came running out and we're like, could see it. And we're like, because I, 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 like I said on the show, man, I just locked my, for some reason, my brain locked up. My hands locked up. I didn't even think that there was any other way of getting it back other than forward or backwards. And I didn't know which way I was going. So that was a mess. <laughs> but I'm glad I got it. 